0: Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying listening to Business and UX Story. Do send in a comments for us to improve the podcast even further. Just before you start listening to today's episode, please, please follow us on the platform that you're listening to us on. Be it Spotify, Apple Podcast, or Google Podcast. Hey Vishal, so good to have you as part of this episode of Business and UX Story. Uh, you know, it, I think we last chatted was about six months ago and I hope, uh, you know, things are really good at your end and, you know, family is safe. Uh, I hope you all get out of this situation really soon. So Vishal, you know, uh, we all, we, our last episode was around neo uh you know, with a company called Expense and, you know, we're continuing the fintech space, which is very uh, aggressive in India. I would like to, you know, kind of... Uh, tell people what what you're doing. Uh, Vishal is founder CEO at WeCard which is India's first uh, UPI based credit card and I would like him to talk more about uh, WeCard. So Mm -hmm. tell me Vishal how you know this happened to you. Uh, How did you identify that you could do something like that using UPI and build a virtual credit card?
1: Hey Devanshu thanks a lot for having us here. So uh, essentially this uh, thought process started from the you know 8-11 of Indian fintech industry, that's the dematization part. Thereafter, you saw a bunch of activity happening on the payment side. There was a wallets, UPI, ATM, whatnot. And on the lending side, people giving loans on a click and whatnot. But one industry, which was on the cusp of these two, which is lending and payment, that is credit card. That seemed to have missed the entire innovation story. Means the same incumbent, the big boys, the SBI, ICICI, HDFCs of the world, kept defining how to you know have more reward points, they kept selling at airports, selling to the same card, you know, same guy, five people are trying to sell a card. And there were around 20 crore people who wanted a credit card as RBI data. And nobody was willing to give a credit card.
0: So So basically the market wasn't growing.
1: Market wasn't growing and it was still trying to serve to the same target segment. So essentially by salaried people, 57 dollars and above salary and all. So what right. we thought that if we kind of democratize the product, if we go beyond the 3 crore to the next 5 crore, 10 crore, 30 crore people, what is it that it will take to go there? So then you right. deconstruct, whether you talk from design perspective or whichever, we say what is essentially a credit card is there is a you know line of credit and there is a way of making a payment. And mm-hmm. then there are belt and visits, go 30 days interest free, merchant offer, reward point, whatever. So essentially it was a fairly bit, uh, almost a year of a BPR kind of an exercise to deconstruct a credit card proposition, identify cost elements, identify revenue models. Uh And then uh, if I have to make a mass volume, then what are the things we can do different from existing cards? So one word came from the credit line, one came from the mobile, being mobile you can originate cheaper, you can... Customer service you can do on WhatsApp, you can do collections much better. So, those things came to our thought uh, of. It. We went to the banks, we went to the NBFCs and banks thinking that I can do a mobile credit card for you. What do you think? Right. And the banks were like, uh, Yeah, good idea, and all that, whatever is that you typically hear. But uh, what we found after scratching the surface there was all of it was very hardwired to mm-hmm. the master world. Mm. So. Even if this innovation was visible to an ICICI head or a HDFC, I'm taking names, but you know, it's true for almost all the big banks. Mm-hmm. They have very strong uh, you know uh, predominant deposit uh, disposition to maintain the status quo. Unka tha, ek ERP mila hua hai master visa. Se. I mm-hmm. don't want to touch it. And isi ke upar jo tumko So, now a master visa will always say that the only way you can gratify a customer say, is through reward points. Whether (laughs) you spend in Turkey, whether you spend in Singapore, when (laughs) you come to India, you'll get reward points. Why? Because that is how, for 70 years, they've standardized the world. They have standardized every credit card in the world will give reward points. Right. uh, And you will always sell in this fashion. You will always collect in this fashion. You will give, you know, customer service in this fashion. So then we figured out, then you are not changing a mobile credit card, you're not making a new model. You're just taking the plastic and making it into a mobile app. Working
0: a digital, yeah. Just so converting it into see, a platform,
1: yeah. Ah, so if you look at the banks, every self-respecting credit card has a mobile app. But mm-hmm. all of them presupposes a plastic in your wallet.
0: Right.
1: So then you can do only few things on that credit card. You can possibly look at your reward points, you can look some bill repayment and so on. So, forth. Nothing big shakes about the product. So, we took a fairly, you know, obviously educated guess and an evolved call there. The moment we free ourselves from Master Visa, then we can, you know, truly evolve the product the way we think is right.
0: You get control over the underlying, you know, Principles, exactly. So,
1: then what happens, what is Master Visa's monopoly about? The monopoly is from the acceptance network. They are gone and put all the merchants and the POS machines. So uh, there's a solution that they have already built there. So from our perspective, we said that, okay, nobody can right now replicate that acceptance network, but one wave that was going on because of UPI was already growing so well in which that the acceptance problem not only got solved, it got replicated 100 times bigger.
0: Right.
1: So, what in India mein far- hardly means there cro- uh, are 15 lakh merchants which accept master visa card. Mm-hmm. There are cro- 15 crore people who can accept a UPI payment. That's so, the right. acceptance problem got solved one shot. And that right. is a very expensive business in credit cards. Paytans and mobiquicks of the world have burnt money to acquire merchants. problem So, now remains the customer side. Mm-hmm. Then we said that now that I am not constrained by master visa, what are the things that becomes different? And then we started seeing there are multiple elements of not only how will you make money, UPI may MDR, hota hai, how will you raise money? So rather than on my own loan book, I partnered with RBL Bank, multiple NBFCs and so on and so forth. So cash, hai. how do you want to sell? Can I sell it through channel partners? Abhi right now we are selling it on shops? I'm selling it through insurance agents. Credit right. cards are never going to be sold that way. We are right. uh, then we say service can it be instead of 24 by 7 service on call and then you press one plus nine for you know listen D 1000 for your call is important to us can we give a complete 24 by 7 chat uh, experience because this right. smartphone so this what we figured out is that it was not converting the plastic to a mobile phone but building a new business model of a mobile credit card.
0: I understand that so.
1: so the analogy that I would possibly see here is that 70 years back when some smart guys said which just 3 by 2 in the plastic and it should fit in your wallet. right? We believe we are at that correct place where we can define what a mobile credit card should look like, should have as a functionality, should have as a feature. Whether we become the biggest or smallest is not the point. But now going forward, every mobile credit card will have to be at least as good as we can.
0: Amazing, amazing. And that's a great uh, kind of vision uh, statement to have, uh, where you kind of, uh, you know, don't go with the way the way industry biggies are moving things, but kind of create your own path. That's basically disruption, right? So, uh, yeah. no, great point there. So I want to understand this, uh, Vishal. You know, uh, UPI is, you know, as you also mentioned, is accepted pretty well in India. I mean, there are a lot of uh, users who use uh, UPI and probably uh, I would be one you would be one now how does it kind of change like master and visa are globally accepted uh you know i go out i use plastic or uh, anything it's it's very easy to kind of use it uh though maybe i you i would be the, uh, the few users uh, com, you know if we compare it in india that who you have a plastic now if i go out how do i can i use v card outside india
1: yes so as of now there are three pieces to go to immediate answer right now no uh right. two months from now yes and okay. that is one NpCI is taking efforts it's already live in uh, Singapore now so they are doing a bit of there but right. what we are also doing that if you really are looking for v card for an external world we are right. also giving a plastic card through RBL so that Me plastic right. card can keep, continue your life as you do in a plastic credit card world That's in right. India, the kind of use cases that we are seeing, or what people are spending WeCard with, or what's the kind of amount they are spending, and all that itself is, uh, you know, when you use the word disruption, sometimes it becomes a cliche, but we do see, you know, very path breaking behavior already in the last year and a half of this operations.
0: Got it, got it, interesting. So, that plastic connects back to the vCard app. And sends the right information in terms of spends, in terms of everything. It's integrated. It's not like a plastic. Yes,
1: you get a single it. bill.
0: Amazing you have
1: a 1 lakh rupee bill uh, limit. You spend 20,000 on MasterCard. You spend 50,000 on Vcard. You get right. one bill of 70,000 to pay at the end of the month.
0: Got it. Got it. So, you know, compliance in India or any financial sector, it's very heavy, right? Yeah. Can you walk us through or you know quickly tell us a few uh, challenges that you are facing or you faced uh, in getting all of this uh, together and rolling it out
1: yeah so like in any startup especially in this kind of a regulated industry I told you I met around 50 plus CXLs to get it through so that comes with a challenge but uh, let's give it to them also the way since my idea of disruption or I'm an entrepreneur the excitement of building something new is good but from their side I'll tell told, I told you an example that you get a single bill right. which is 20,000 rupees MasterCard and 50,000 rupees V-Card or something like that, right? Right. Now, make it a slightly more complicated because MasterCard on its own is a T plus two settlement. V-Card mm. is instant settlement. Mm-hmm. MasterCard comes with a 2% MDR interchange fee. In V-Card, right. there's no interchange
0: fee. There's right. a
1: reward. And so now, if I have to give you a single bill, the limit management, fraud management, authentication, authorization, whatnot, unless you are as good, if not better, than the Master Visa platform, they will Mm. not accept it. No bank, no self-respecting bank, just because an entrepreneur is excited about an idea, will risk their Mm. MasterCard program, their credit card program, to, you know, an open new plan of UPI. Unless my technology, my business process, my ERP is as good as what they're doing right now. It Mm. took us two months to get the product live with RBL Bank. And not wow. to say that Alvin Bank was good or bad, simply because multiple people, head of operations, head of compliance, head of risk, and then MPCI, because we are bringing UPI, all of them had an oversight on the product. Right. Ultimately, at the board level, you know, a supported product that if this product becomes as good as what we think is good, it is a true industry changing product. Then five years from now or two years from now, people will expect a mobile credit card should have a UPI payment functionality. So that is the co- commitment we got from RBL at that time. But the answer, why it took time, was because they wanted to baseline the product with all its sophistication, with the same security, same compliance as a master visa product.
0: Got it. I understand that. I mean, banks' role is very important here, as you said, and they have to have that checklist, uh, you know, kind of approved in terms of the regulation compliance so that they can risk a proposition like this, fair enough, understand that. So uh, Vishal, why don't you, you know, tell me a bit about how users are using it. Uh, What, how are you excited about the uh, data that is coming in in terms of spends and user adaption and all that?
1: Oh, yeah, in fact, I told uh, briefly earlier here is that the way the customers, again, I may like to have a different vision of the end state of the product, but right now what the customer sees Vcard as, Is a quick uh, contrast to a Google Pay phone pay. For them, that Google Pay phone pay is like a debit card. When I make a payment, the money goes from a bank account. pre card is the only one as a credit card. You get 30 days to make a repayment. Right. Now, because it's a UPI, so people are paying 20 rupees of grocery or 200 rupees of fuel, 2,000 rupees of make my trip and 20,000 rupees of school fee, home rent, or even for COVID, people have paid 50,000 rupees for their parents at their hometown. Why I'm I, making this example here is in a master visa world, even they have given you a 1 lakh limit or 5 lakh limit, there are only X amount of use cases for which you can use a plastic card. You cannot use a plastic card to pay your father's bill in your hometown or, you know, a school fee in a, you know, whatever the place you're talking about. So the way we are seeing here is a lot more P2P cases paying to their, you know, driver or uh, paying to the maid or paying to the you know, uh, right now, almost everything is happening on a service economy. So if I have to pay to my carpenter or a car mechanic on phone, because I cannot take the go outside of COVID, that's happening through VCAR. The yeah. car mechanic will not accept the plastic. And because of that, that kind of monthly spend that we see in the credit card right now, tune something between 25 to 30,000 rupees, slightly more than 32, 35 months right now. Mm. But uh, if you compare that to a plastic world, average credit card bill in India across has hardly crossed 8 to 10,000 rupees. Right. So if you are a city bank, it will be 14 to 15,000 rupees. If you are an SBI, it will be 4 5,000 rupees. So what we know for sure that our credit card customers are using Vcard not only for the regular merchant payments that Master Visa used to do, but mm-hmm. 20 other service related payments which normally Mastercard was not meant for.
0: Right. Got it got it. So this is, these, are, these are very encouraging encouraging numbers for you and uh, especially the space that you're kind of trying to, you know, as you said, using your word, create a path-breaking solution uh, uh, for the industry. So these are encouraging numbers. Indeed. Yeah. So, Vishal, uh, you know, uh, how did it occur to you that, you know, as a and it's, it is definitely consumer product it's a consumer facing product that this is the right time to kind of go for a design overhaul and I'd like to put a disclaimer to the audience that you know we worked with you in improving the design and you know working on the entire product uh, uh, uh with you and how did it come to you that this is the right time to kind of for me to switch gears and uh move into a you know get a get a better product uh, designed uh here and if you can also walk us through some impact that you saw uh Once the new uh, new design went live.
1: Oh yeah, to add to your disclaimer, I'll put a double disclaimer here that I think that was one of the best return on investments that we have had in this journey. So that way, I oh, think so uh, the glad. way we, <laughs> the uh, I'll, I'll put it across, you know, the product obviously we needed that uh, contemporary touch that we needed the kind of uh, a solution which the you know is more customer friendly. I mean being B2C. You need to be customer friendly and all of that is true from the contemporary side but the ux part of it in general money happens to be intimidating you put a 500 icons on the home page you put 20 things that clutter your page and then you imagine a 45 year old or a first time new young uh, uh, you know uh, uh, first job guy trying to make a payment he is unnerved or at least he is scared of doing a mistake so I think we were very sure that we wanted to make the customer experience, I won't say gamification, something, something which is more uh, lively, more friendly, more welcoming, and a bit forgiving in their uh, user journey. And I don't know if that's the correct word to use in the UX world, but what has come as a feedback on the, you know, before versus after design was that, hey, we did a couple of clicks here and there, and then we were able to figure out where we have gone wrong. and. It was easy for the customer to navigate through and i know of miss bank products i know i have a huge respect for you know the newer banks that are coming in or you know even paytm or the phone there are so many call for action buttons over there that it gets so uh you know you, you can honestly get lost when what you're asking for so i think that one design solution that we came and the one thing that came that part of it is that it helped us uh understand the user journey better it helped us uh, declutter the solution And obviously we are adding a lot of new features. Possibly there would be a time in the next six months, I'll ask you to do a second round of cleaning as needed. But as a product vision, we wanted to have a clean experience, uh, possibly uh, from, you know, your team also. The baseline was that, can it be as good as an Apple card, which is now, you know, uh, getting such good reviews in the US. So I, I think that kind of a baseline kept us very, very focused on not adding too many things in the same page. And it has helped. So now we, as we are scaling uh, the program further, we are adding new features. We are trying to stay to that design principle. And hopefully this is something which uh, goes very, very, uh, you know, uh, DNA of the product goes in that direction. I'd also like to mention one good piece which we were offered and which we didn't do and possibly we'll do it in good time. We right. got actually four options at that time, but I think we picked up two options. Uh, and then we fit with one. The second option was for an evolved user. Then there was one user for a, for an elderly citizen kind of an option. And then there was one for, I think, students kind of an option or something like that. Later, okay. we figured out that we do have four different persona of our customers. As of now, for whatever budget reasons or the ability ease, ease of implementation, we have gone ahead and uh, picked up the one which suited the largest canvas. But right. I see a merit in having four different skins and threads of the product or possibly means four different user experience flow altogether. It's right. not just the color or the fonts that are different. You know, what a 55-year-old or 50-year-old person would ask for versus an involved, you know, uh, high-end user will use for, are going to be different and we, have, we are sensitive to that. We different think we will code. go that much.
0: Right. Different financial needs, different experiences. Yes. Uh, right. Fair point there, Vishal. And I'm happy, you know, it kind of created that uh, impact that you were looking. So uh, Vishal, if you, uh, you know, without taking much of your time, uh, why don't you just share some emotional part of this journey, you know, Uh, there would be a lot of ups and downs here and there. Uh, If you can, you know, if you can help us get into the emotional side of an entrepreneur like you, it'll be great.
1: Yeah, so uh, this was actually my fourth venture. So I have gone through those journey and kind of <laughs> a bit to back and forth done here. So, yeah, but I, I'll put it across more than the emotion. Uh, you know that it's a par for the course. And mean that's all that's the difference between uh, first time versus a serial entrepreneur here. That you know that, you know, things will not go as per plan. You know that you'll always be in a financial crunch and you'll always have, you know, a problem at the employees, customers, partners. What was a bit different or difficult here was the huge amount of externalities. In almost all the other businesses that I had done earlier, I'm sure even for your one thing part of it, if you, talk about, if you do a good job yourself, rest of it, yeah, getting customers will always be a uh, task to do, but it doesn't have as many externalities. Here, the frustration came from the fact that even to get the product live, means whether the end customer likes me or not, is a much later problem. But to get the product live, you have to get ticks from 200 people and Again, RBL being helpful is good, but there are other bands, some of them laugh, some of them have, you know, two audacious, some of them wait and watch. And I'm okay with that kind of a judgmental uh, view from people in the industry because, you know, honestly, they come from a higher pedestal. We are possibly the newer guys. That's okay. The place where it came across that, okay, I am ready, RBL is ready, maybe NPCI is ready, but some payment gateway is not working well. And all of us are, you know, stuck for a month. Hmm. So what I we saw, I again mean, is it a good industry for a three-people company to build it from a garage? Maybe I would not recommend, simply because there are so many moving parts. Right. In fact, I, I have been mentors to multiple uh, startups here. I think the companies with too many moving parts are difficult to set up. But once they are set up, I think that makes a more tougher of a business. In our case, the moving parts were moving from regulatory, from banking side, from technology side. Competition, you know, regulations are changing today this will happen three days later the UPI one fine day the MDR on UPI was removed. So right. now you have to rethink. You have to, so, and that is the resilience that is needed in this kind of business. I think resilience is anyway almost a euphemism for entrepreneurism now. That right. if you are uh, not resilient it won't carry through. But yes, right. not having a product life for two, two and a half years. Multiple people asking questions and then whether at all we will see the light of the day. Even now I don't think we have you know, possibly done maybe 10% of our journey we aspire to be a million cards in 2 years we are right now around 10 12000 cards so yeah we are talking about 100 times growth but right. uh, that kind of a journey doesn't look as uh, you know scary as the journey from 0 to 10000 so oh, yes. <laughs> okay so the problem will continue to be different from different different stages but getting the product live was all as close as childbirth as it
0: could have been. I understand. No, that's a great way to put it. You know, it's definitely a baby that you're kind of growing and it needs all the attention and from various angles, it's definitely a big moving part. Yeah. No, no, that's that's great, Vishal. I mean, uh, you know, really amazed to kind of hear this journey of yours. I think you actually answered my last question also that I was trying to uh, put together is, you know, what, what advice that you, uh, you know, give to kind of our listeners. And I think resilience is one and... Uh, ensuring that you stay on it is very important and that uphill task of 0 to 10000 is what is critical if you yeah. lose it there you lost it Indeed. Uh, you know and once you're there i mean i won't say it's a rosy picture but things start looking up you know for you and uh, i think that's what that's the kind of uh stage you are at uh you know things will keep getting better i think you'll get into that snowball effect very soon and your fourth venture which is this one would also be a success like the other three and i'm really happy that we had this conversation and i wish you all the luck uh, from our side i wish you all the health uh, to your family and you uh, from one things team and uh, you know look forward to chatting up again sometime soon
1: super super so nice for having me here with divanchul and let's let's stay in touch
0: absolutely vishal thank you so much bye bye that was such an insightful conversation Businesses and products get impacted through design in ways more than what we can imagine. If you would like to listen to such more conversations, stay tuned, subscribe to Business and UX Story. Till then, stay safe and keep listening. Thank you.